Chapter 19, Tabitha Blue Smoke's Medicine. Janet and her mom got home just in time for a loud knock at the door. It was Timothy Walking Tree. Good thing you locked up, Blue, he said, his leathery face showing concern. Why, Tim? Blue clutched at Janet's arm. What now, she thought. I was coming around to drop your mail, and I see these two guys at your door, not knocking, you know, but trying the knob. I faded back a bit to see what they were up to. They went to the windows and tried them, and then to the back door. I was about to call in reinforcements when they gave up and left. Is there a council meeting tonight, Tim? Yup, and you'd better go. This is no laughing matter. With this, Tim left. Blue Smoke took Janet by the shoulders. You are going to tell me what this is all about. You're 13 years old. No matter what you may be involved in, the only way out is to fess up and let me help. Janet, we've gotten a threatening letter. Someone is trying to break into our house. I'm terrified. I need you to tell me what this is all about. Janet pulled away. Okay, daughter. I will bring this up to the council tonight to let them decide what to do with you. I hope they give you a term in the medicine tent. No, wait. Well? I stole the money from the buccaneers. Blue Smoke just stared at her daughter, mouth opened, looking like you could blow her over with a sneeze. That's not the whole story, Mom. These men came one day about a month ago. They said they were interested in learning about the Native American culture here on Fred. I told them about our tribes and especially about our Indian medicines. They told me to steal the money from the sacristy. Then you got the threatening letter and they keep coming and giving me stuff for you to sell. How do they know any of this? They must have known about my healing business before they spoke with you. I asked them just that, Mom, Janet said, wiping tears from her eyes. They said to do just what I was told, or they'd burn down our house. Mom, obviously there can't be two thieves with the same idea. Wait, did they burn the clubhouse? Yeah, to scare me. They said it was to keep me honest. I know, poor choice of words. What was this all about? It couldn't be about the money from the fundraiser. No, it was to keep me from talking like I'm doing now. They would use it to blackmail me. What do they get out of this? I still don't understand. They said they wanted you to push prescription drugs to our tribes, along with your herbal cures. This is very strange, Janet. Where do they get these drugs, and why here, and why us? What kind of medicines? I don't know, but I think it's illegal for them to be doing this. It's illegal for them to blackmail you into committing a crime and to send me threatening letters. That's it. I will ask for a private meeting with the council leaders after the public meeting. (sighs) 
The council meeting was always held in a building called a longhouse, which was a replica of the ones used by the ancestors of the North Breeze tribe. Janet and Blue Smoke arrived late. Janet seemed defeated, shoulders slumped, looking at her shoes and chewing on her nails. Blue Smoke just looked angry. Coffee and tea with home-baked goods were always served before the meeting. Blue Smoke caught Tim's eye, indicating she wanted to speak with him. He was one of the tribal elders. Janet and I need to meet with the elders privately, she said. Is it about the folks I saw at your place today? Yes, but it's about a lot more, and we need the tribe's help and wisdom. Tim could see the fear and worry on Blue Smoke's face. Okay. Just as soon as the meeting ends, go to my place and I'll tell the others. Thank you, Tim. See you later. The meeting seemed to drag even more than usual, and when the closing came at 9 p.m., Blue jumped out of her seat and pulled Janet out of the longhouse. Tim's place was just a short distance away, a beautiful log cabin surrounded by the tall pine trees that were the dominant vegetation on Fred. Tim came up behind them. The others will be along soon. Come on in. The inside of the house was warmed by a huge potbelly stove in the middle of the main room. Tim's wife, Stella, was a weaver, evidenced by the many rugs and wall hangings. Tim's animal carvings were also spotted around the room. What is all this about, Blue? I've never seen you so rattled. I will let you hear it from Janet. I have some ideas of what to do, but I respect you, my elder, and need your wisdom. And Janet needs your understanding. Janet revealed the whole story to the elders who looked from Blue to Janet, not showing anger or outrage, but also looking very stern. At the end, Tim said, Janet, why didn't you come directly to us or to Father Felix? I... (laughs) I... (laughs) Janet cried gulping and gasping between sobs. Did they hurt you? No, no, but they scared me. They threatened Mom. I had to protect her. But here you are telling us now. What can I do? Can you protect my mother? First, we must give the money back. Do you have it? No. I had to give it to them. Do you have to meet with them again? Yes. Tomorrow. The elders looked at each other, talking over what to do. I have a plan. Blue interrupted their conversations. Will you keep Janet here, just to be on the safe side? If we keep her here... How will she meet with the strangers on the ferry as she was directed, so we can trap them? You would use her as a decoy? Blue put a protective arm around her daughter. 